This is Rita Hogan, and welcome to the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I'm a clinical canine herbalist, and I've been practicing for over 20 years. This podcast is all about your dog through an herbal lens. So let's get to it and dive right in. Welcome to another edition of podcast. I hope you guys have had a good week. Thanks for joining me here. We're going to talk about phase one and phase two detoxification, liver detoxification. I promised you in the last episode on the spring liver kind of primer that we would talk a little bit about liver detoxification. So I'm here to deliver. First, I want to thank my sponsor, Adored Beast Apothecary, adoredbeast.com. You can also get Adored Beast on my website, canineherbalist.com. Instead of just saying, you know, thank you for my sponsor, I like to go over products that they have and kind of give a little bit of direction. So they have a new prebiotic and it's pre and probiotic. It's called Soil and Sea. And this is a mixture of clean chlorella and humic and fulvic acid. It's a really good combination, especially for dogs that are more on the warm side. You can definitely use it for, for cool dogs. And for cold dogs, I would probably use it for, you know, I would pulse it. I would use it probably, you know, a few days on, a few days off if it was very well indicated. But there there are other humic and fulvic acids that you could use instead of that if your dog was cold. And cold is a disease state. So, you know, check with me or take my energetics course and you want to make sure your dog's cold before you make those choices. This probiotic is really good because it can be used with dogs with SIBO. And we haven't talked about SIBO and we will, but it's small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And dogs with SIBO have a really hard time taking a lot of other things because it messes them up. It messes their guts up. And SIBO is, again, bacterial overgrowth, okay? So there's a special regimen we need to use for getting rid of SIBO. But soil and sea really supports gut repair and it's good for all types of dogs. You know, all types of gut functions is what I'm saying. It really helps with vitamin K production, which happens in the large intestine. And that's essential for good cellular reproduction and growth of the entire dog's ecosystem. It helps with cognitive function. It reduces inflammation. It supports the musculoskeletal system, tendons and ligaments. It definitely assists the heart and the veins and arteries, and it promotes hair growth. Humic and fulvic acid is a really wonderful way to help the body detox. And that's why I've featured this one in this episode, because it's great for phase one and phase two detoxification and negating the effects of glyphosate in your dog's environment and food because glyphosate is even in our rainwater and we need to be taking humic and fulvic acid to help negate those effects on our microbiome and our dog's microbiome. So check it out, Soil and Sea. It's under Adored Beast Apothecary's Roots Division and uh, you can get that at adoredbeast.com or at canineherbalist.com. And it's also found on other places on the World Wide Web and in stores, holistic stores near you. So let's talk about phase one and phase two detoxification. Before we get into the nitty gritty of what we're talking about here today, I want to go through some liver stagnancy cofactors. Just kind of revisit so how do you know if your dog's liver isn't working that well, if it's not, you know, it's not detoxifying like it should? 
Well, I look at cofactors and these are things that, these are symptoms. So your dog is aggressive or agitated all the time. Allergies, anemia, arthritis, definitely cancer. Cancer is toxicity. Constipation with straining. Cycle issues in your female, intact females. Issues with your male, like testosterone issues, prostate issues, uh, diarrhea, digestive disorders, dryness, eating grass or dirt continually all the time, not just in the spring when that's the really awesome grass is up that dogs love to eat because my dogs turn into little cows. Excessive heat, excessive thirst, eye redness, bloodshot eyes, weeping eyes, eyes that weep continuously, big, huge, globby goops. That's also can be liver detoxification. Food sensitivities, histamine intolerance, high blood pressure, being hungry, but not really following through with eating. Definitely indigestion, inability to stay asleep. Kibble feeding, you can pretty much automatically count yourself in on that one. Kidney weakness, lethargy, lipomas, loose stool, muscle spasms. Dogs that are obese, especially dogs that have a hard time losing weight. Excessive panting. Liver stagnation can lead to dampness and then you get excessive panting. Physical and emotional inflexibility. Like, I'm not doing that. And it's, I'm not doing that for a lot of things. Poor vision, poor night vision, skin conditions, chronic skin conditions. You can sign yourself up for the, my dog's liver is stagnant with skin conditions. Sleeping in, really hard to get up. Very tight musculoskeletal system. Vomiting bile or water and then weak legs. When the liver isn't working very well, remember that you need to address the kidney function. And the last time I was on the podcast, I was talking about Adored Beast liver tonic. That's a really good one. There's a lot of good liver tonics out there. I have another one on my website. And um, there's some good supplement companies out there that have liver remedies and, you know, check them out as well. Let's get down to what is this liver detoxification? Like, what are you talking about, Rita? So a lot of times people think that the liver is not a pass-through organ, that it's filled with toxins, and that's not true. It is a pass-through organ. It stores blood, it stores vitamins, it stores minerals, it stores a lot of things, but it passes through toxins. It's a filter, but it doesn't store that gobbledygook. It passes it on through the body. It, it is supposed to render it innate, and then so that it can get out of the kidneys, it can get out of the eyes, and it can get out of the colon. And sometimes if it's too stagnant, it pushes it out to the skin. So phase one happens through what's called the cytochrome pathway, P450, the P450 pathway. And this pathway, it filters your dog's blood. And like I said, neutralizes the toxins and, and the chemicals going through the liver. And it converts them into water-soluble kind of enzyme process metabolites. And those are just like products of what the body is doing. But phase one detoxification breaks down food, you know, all the chemicals related to food, all the nutrition that's coming through the portal vein. And that's the vein that, that basically communicates the liver to the digestive system. It even breaks down herbs and pretty much almost all of the things that are coming into your dog's body. And this includes fat-soluble toxins. And that's like heavy metals, hormones, pesticides, herbicides, glyphosate. In essence, we want phase one detoxification to release these toxic products and get them excreted. Phase one can release toxic byproducts like free radicals, which 
increase oxidation, which causes early onset aging and it damages DNA and mitochondria. We don't want excessive oxidation. So that's why it's important, like I talked about before, to add in lots of antioxidants so that phase one can neutralize these free radicals that it's producing, okay? Because free radicals are a part of phase one detoxification. Phase one causes free radicals and we want, it needs antioxidants so that it can neutralize them, okay? Free radicals are a part of breaking things down and we don't want too many free radicals because again, it will damage DNA and mitochondria and really important things like these little things called essential proteins. So phase one detoxification is all about supporting oxidation and definitely bringing down those free radicals. That's basically what I want you to understand. And the liver uses substances like choline, CoQ10, flavonoids, glycine, glutamine, glucathione, vitamin A, vitamin B complex, vitamin C, vitamin E, like all these things that people are talking about all the time about what needs to be in nutrition and that, you know, your foods need to have these things and you need that you need to give them foods to make these things like magnesium, panothetic acid, taurine, selenium, zinc. These are all things that are needed for healthy essential one detoxification. So phase one is like, we want it balanced out. We don't want it too fast and we don't want it too slow. So there's things that stimulate phase one detoxification. And these are things like black pepper, carnivorous vegetables like broccoli and cabbage. But there are also negative things like cigarette smoke and dioxin and meat cooked too much. Fish oil, garlic, ginseng, glucathione. These are things that speed up phase one, phase one. So they're stimulants but so do heavy metals and pesticides and herbicides and fungicides, phenobarbital, prednisone. So you want to know that if you're giving those things, whether they be positive or negative, as far as like their total effect on the body, that you may need to slow phase two or raise phase two, because if something is stimulating phase one, you want, well, I'll talk about phase two first and then, then we'll talk about balancing it out. But prednisone is a stimulant. Protein is a stimulant. Saturated fat is a stimulant. St. John's wort is a very high stimulant of phase one, and it has a negative effect on the P450 pathway. So you do not want to give your dog St. John's wort when your dog is on pharmaceuticals. So remember that, no St. John's wort, unless it's homeopathic, which would be called hypericum. Sulfa drugs stimulate it. B, the B vitamins, iron, vitamin C, vitamin E, magnesium, all stimulate phase one detoxification. Now, what depresses phase one detoxification? I'm glad you asked. Phase one depressants include things like clove, calendula, antihistamines, grapefruit, hops, curconazole, niacin, Prozac. Some dogs are on Prozac. It depresses me, but some dogs are. Pepsid, antacids in generals, uh, peppers, anything hot, cayenne, Qcertin. So a lot of dogs get Qcertin and just know that you're going to need some stimulants to negate the effects of that depressant on phase one. Raspberries, sesame seeds, turmeric, Valium. These are things that depress phase one detoxification. Now, I'm not saying this to completely overwhelm you, but if your dog has some issues you can look at phase one and phase two detoxification and see how much of each 
your dog is getting. And you can look it up. You can Google phase one detoxification, depressants, and stimulants. So you can get a full list there. Let's talk about phase two detoxification. So phase two processes and neutralizes water-soluble toxins. And it does this through bile. So this phase helps keep toxins from recirculating in the bloodstream. And it also helps the portal vein not to be so backed up from phase one. And the liver breaks down chemicals like estrogen and alcohol and heavy metals, histamines, hormones, pharmaceuticals. These are all the things that the liver does. And it does, I mean, it does like over 500 things in the body. So we could talk about that probably for, I don't know, a month. But I'm just focusing on kind of things that your dog needs to, that you need to address. Other things take care of themselves. So when phase two does all of these things through nutrition, okay, mainly vitamin E, sulfate, selenium, glucathione, and glycine. Okay, those are the things that it mainly uses to have healthy phase two detoxification. The overall goal is basically when phase one detoxification is faster than phase two, okay? Things happen when phase one detoxification is faster than phase two. So what depresses phase two detoxification? Well, let's talk about it. Antibiotics do. They depress the heck out of the liver and phase two detoxification. Aspirin, the chemical aspirin, benzoates, sodium benzoates, BPA, BHT, BHA, plastics in general, diesel exhaust, food dyes, glyphosate, herbicides, pesticides, fungicides, grilled meats, so cooking meat too long, morphine, mycotoxins, NSAIDs, perfumes, petroleum, pharmaceuticals, phenols, plastics, reabsorb toxins from, from a slow, large intestine. So dogs that are constipated have a, that depresses phase two toxification. Low protein diets, tetracycline, toluene, triclosan, to overall toxin exposure, which we know we all have, okay? Vitamins, mineral deficiencies. So, and a lot of construction materials have a lot of things like toluene and, and xylenol in it. Those are just nasties. So, you know, look for good, clean construction materials if you're doing anything in your house. Now, what stimulates phase two detoxification, okay? What stimulates phase two? They're good things, okay? Because phase two needs good nutrition to make it work. So things like apples, asparagus, atastaxin, I have to spell that for you, A-S-T-A-X-A-N-T-H-I-N, anastaxin. Barberry, bee pollen, blessed thistle, carnivorous vegetables. Yes, they stimulate phase one and they also stimulate phase two. Burdock root, butter, grass-fed butter. Unfortunately, butter that's not grass-fed and that is light in color doesn't do anything good for the body because it's corn-fed. So if your butter is not a nice yellow, don't use it and let the company know that you're quitting their butter because they're mistreating their cows. Uh, just let them know that. Citrus, chlorella, dandelion, dill, eggs, fish oil. Fish oil stimulates phase one and stimulates phase two. Fennel, garlic, glutamine, glycine, green tea, decaffeinated please for dogs, deglycerized licorice or regular licorice. We're talking about root. We're talking about the herb, not the little black candy that you're eating. Milk thistle, nutritional yeast, olive oil, organ grapefruit, 
potiarco, phytoplankton, rosemary, sesame, red clover, a lot of herbs support healthy phase two detoxification. Spirulina, taurine, um, a lot of the amino acids, good amino acid profiles support phase two detoxification. Uh, yellow dock, B, vitamin B12, wheatgrass, things like that. So, you know, Brussels sprouts, celery root, dark leafy greens, kelp, liver as a glandular. We don't want a lot because it can lead to copper storage disease. We don't want to inundate our dogs with liver. Mushrooms, spinach, squash, eggs, pasture-raised eggs. Factory farm eggs don't do a lot for good, healthy bodies anyways. You want, you know, free-range or pasture-raised. Pasture-raised is what we really want. Pasture-raised eggs. Support your local farmer. Support people in your community that have chickens. Buy them organic feed and get their eggs. You know, we need to support each other with good agricultural practices now. So there's some supplements for the liver that are really good. And of course, do not kitchen sink your dog. You know, use energetics, rotate, 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 and give the body what it needs. So vitamin B12, foods high in vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin E, beta carotene. These are things that are all in the foods I just discussed. Filtered water. Make sure you're giving your dog healthy, clean water, not from plastic bottles. Plastics are a horrible contributor to really bad liver stagnation. Water in glass is really good. Filter your dog's water. Add, you know, like I was talking about, humic and fulvic acid. These are going to give you trace minerals that some filters take out. So make sure you're getting trace minerals, your dog's getting trace minerals. Phytoplankton, Qcertin, SAMe, selenium, zinc, omega-3 fatty acids, folate, not folic acid, folinic acid or folate. Just really good things, things that we know. Leafy greens, green, 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 green. So herbs for the liver. Let's just go through a few. Milk thistle. Milk thistle's on the top of the list right? Milk thistle is very good for the liver. Artichoke, burdock root, calendula, chickweed, chamomile, cleavers, dandelion, short amounts of echinacea root and flower. I love the flower of echinacea. Uh, people don't talk about the flower too much. They're always concentrated on the root, but the flower is lovely and great for the body. Ginger for those cool dogs. Ginger, fresh ginger root tea over the food. Yum, yum. And that can heat up. Like if you're giving your dog some cooling herbs and your dogs are already cool, you can add ginger root tea to the food to heat up and balance out that cool. If you feel that something cool is very well indicated for your dog. Uh, decaffeinated green tea, which is also warming. Uh, licorice, pretty neutral. Marshmallow root, cooling. Milk thistle, pretty neutral. Nettles, pretty neutral. Nettles, nettles are awesome because they give so many phytonutrients. They give lots of trace minerals and just support phase one and phase two detoxification. Love them, love them, love them. Uh, really great as a tea. Reishi mushroom, a lot of turkey tail mushroom, mataki mushroom, cordyceps mushroom, chaga mushroom. I use chaga for really bad immune problems and cancer. Liver herbs can definitely, what you need to know is it can cause temporary itching and scratching. So if that's happening, cut back and work your way up slowly. And just cycle liver herbs in and out of the diet and support the, er the herb, support the liver all year long, but just don't give the same herbs constantly for, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine months at a time. Switch out your herbs, find some that work for your dog and just keep supporting. 
you know, if your dog seems to have liver issues, look at those phase one and phase two detoxification lists of stimulating and depressing and see how balanced your dog food and health regimen is. That's a good, you know, a good thing to do. Don't let it overwhelm you. You know, feed the cleanest diet you can. Make good choices. Give your dog what they need. You know, dogs need good proteins. They need healthy fats. I mean, it's kind of the same as us. They need green items in their diet in this world that we're living in right now, right? They need green. They need enzymes. And if you're feeding vegetables to your dog, make sure they're getting an enzyme with cellulase in it to help break down vegetable uh, wall. And that's pretty much what they need. And then you can add, see what your supplements are. You know, see what you're giving them. See what herbs you're giving them. See what's in those herbs. Get to know those herbs as as individuals. I'm coming out with a book and it's going to help a lot. It's going to have a lot of this information in it. And my book will be out probably between October and the first week in December. I'm not positive. I have to rely on my publisher for that. So, but stay tuned. And if you want to be put on the list for book notifications, you can email me at canineherbalist at gmail.com and just tell us to add you to that list. Okay, so let's thank our sponsor, realmushrooms.com. Realmushrooms.com gives you fruiting body mushrooms that are hot water extracted just the way I like them. I'm not sure what mushroom we covered the last time, but chaga mushroom, I'm just going to go through a few benefits here. So chaga mushroom from realmushrooms.com. I carry it in my store. You can get it at realmushrooms.com. You can get it uh, at other places across the internet. I like to use the powdered chaga and I make an infusion out of it. Even though it's hot water extracted, I already, I make an infusion out of it and I put it on the food. But you can use chaga a lot of ways. You can make a poultice, like a paste of chaga for growths on the on the body and especially on the paws. You can use it, I would use it in high dosages for cancer. You can use it for things like papillomas and different types of growths. It really helps stimulate the immune, modulate and stimulate the immune system. It it very immune friendly. It needs to be grown on birch trees and natural chaga that is out in the environment that you can find when you're like walking down the path you know, be careful with that because it's endangered and we're harvesting too much like like people do. So uh, just be careful of where you're getting your chaga at. Make sure it's ethically sourced and they can prove that. Uh, and real mushrooms can. So they are ethically sourced chaga and so is Adored Beast. Uh, Adored Beast sells a liquid chaga. Real mushrooms sells powder and pill. I like to blend the two of them, to be honest. So check it out, Chaga Mushroom, realmushrooms.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you love Dogs Are Individuals podcast, share it with your friends and family who love dogs. This will help me so much. And remember, as a listener, I appreciate you. Much thanks to Resonant Media, my podcast production team. This podcast is produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. Any questions? Email the show. Go to canineherbalist.com. Click podcast contact in the menu 
and then fill out that form and I'll answer any questions here online. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals podcast and I'm gonna talk to you in our next episode. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for veterinary care. This podcast doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor, veterinarian, or healthcare provider first before starting anything new, and that includes herbs. I'm not a doctor, and I don't treat disease or prescribe anything. I'm a traditional herbalist providing herbal support education only. Regarding any products I may suggest, the statements made regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here on the podcast is not meant as a substitute or alternative to information from your vet. Please consult your veterinary professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product.